on to the Treasures Within podcast. I'm your host, Jojo G, success coach and multi-passionate creative. If your goal is to create a business and life from your passions, plural, this show is for you. Join me every week to learn the mindset shifts, business strategies and creative habits that empower you to fulfill your calling, master your mindset and blast through the limiting beliefs that keep you stuck and broke so you can build a thriving business from your passions and enjoy more freedom and abundance in your life. Remember, the world needs all your gifts, not just one. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Treasures Within podcast. Today I have a very special guest with me, Francisca Garces, also known as Visibility Friend. Friend is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, a singer and songwriter, and an Instagram visibility strategist. After years of feeling broke because she didn't know which direction to take, something I'm sure every multi-passionate can relate to, Fran decided to combine all her passions into one business. She now helps creative coaches gain confidence and monetize their Instagram presence. Fran takes a stand for being authentically you and believes the key to Instagram success is to create genuine connections with your followers and not caring about vanity metrics. She's also just launched her YouTube channel called Visibility Friend, where she combines mindset with strategy. You need both to turn connections into clients. I can personally attest that her approach works. Fran and I first connected through Instagram. She since helped me optimize my Instagram profile and so many other opportunities that come from this connection. She's on this podcast now and I can't wait for you to hear her story, how she found her calling as a multi-passionate and the top tips on how creatives can monetize their Instagram account even with a small following. Welcome to the show, friend. I'm so excited to have you on. Hi, I'm so excited to be here as well. Oh, why don't you start by telling our listeners about your story and how you became an Instagram visibility strategist? Oh my gosh, this is such a... First of all, I want to say that it was, it was through Instagram that, that Georgia and I met. And it was amazing because we were both each other's like, let's say clients, testers, because, you know, we were, I mean, she was already like more established than I was, but the thing is that I started my journey um, on Instagram as an artist. I mean, I, I promoted myself, you know, like my videos and stuff. And I suddenly realized like all the power that Instagram had for visibility and, and for like stepping out of the comfort zone and, and just the confidence side of it. That's a part of like most, because I was such a comfortable person, like in my early twenties. And that really pushed me to like, keep being consistent and when I once I realized that that I was being consistent for the first time like in my life because you know I'm here because I'm also creative and multi-passionate like like Georgia and so um when I realized that 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 I was consistent I I was like okay you know there's something here and but I had to struggle a lot with like mindset I considered myself as unstable and stuff because of all the limiting beliefs that, that there's around creativity and, and mindset block, especially in traditional societies, you know, like the one I'm living. It was a whole roller coaster, but, you know, I'm so glad that I didn't listen to, you know, the voices that said, oh my God, you're unstable or you're, I don't know, you're not going to pull this off and just continue to do it. 
I love the consistency piece that you brought up because we are passionate, we are always pulled in different direction and it's really hard to understand what is the right way to go, if there even is a right way. And I think yeah. that when you have like an idea, something that you just, no, it just won't leave you alone until you do it, it can be consistent, that's definitely a sign that you are going in the right direction. Yeah, and believe me, you're always going to doubt yourself. It's just how, how humans work and especially in the online space. It's just something that you cannot really explain. It's just something that calls out to you. I realized because I didn't used to enjoy work like that. You know, for me, it was just, there were a lot of mindset blocks. There was a lot of like fear of responsibility and all that stuff. And until I, I really did mindset work and, and, I, and I realized that, you know, work doesn't have to be something that you don't enjoy. And I grew up, with like society just seeing work as just work and not really something that you can you know complement it with your passion or purpose and so when I um realized that I'm like okay you know this is this is something pretty special yes and you grew up in Ecuador right which yes. is a very traditional society so what was it like to grow up as a multi-passionate there and also to step up on the box and the path that you were expected to take what was that like so um so yeah as a multi-passionate like I was already told like at 15 I just felt pressure to to pick something, you know, I remember studying like maths and science and everything at school. And I just felt like I had two choices or three, like uh, either being an architect, a doctor or an engineer. And I never, you know, and I was already an artist, you know, I was like uh, going to the conservatory. I was already studying music, but I didn't, I didn't know. I'm like, I, I, I look back and now I say, how can they, you know, put that pressure on a child, you know, like at 15, yes already you have to know like what you're going to do for the rest of your life and it's something that people a lot of people here live by that until now it has changed a little bit but they pick something and they then they just do things automatically they go to university they do the masters and they work and some of them probably just live by status some of them probably are not even happy but they just go with what society tells them to but I was always a rule breaker, you know, I was always a rule breaker. I never listened to anyone, you know, which is sometimes terrible, but um, that is something that, that was what kept me alive and going in spite of just, you know, going against current, which sometimes was very, very lonely. You know, sometimes I did live streaming with like my music singing and, and there were like some family members that didn't even support that. And like, I, it, it was, it was tough. But I just, I just kept on going. I, I, I can relate so much to that because I feel as much passionate often are like, quote unquote, black sheep of the family because we go against the grain, we go against the rules. And I love what you said, that there was just something inside that pushed you going and kept you alive. And I feel like this is like your, in, your intuition, like the true you that really is pushing you to fulfill your calling and to the world, the tremendous in the world. And we should always, always, always listen to the voice. So... Yeah. Is that the thing that was holding you back the most from starting your business? Or there was something else as well? Um, I think, no, it, it, it wasn't as much like things that probably subconsciously, yeah, it was things that people said. But I think it was more myself. Like I didn't feel confident enough like I do now to pursue the things that I wanted. And I didn't know, to be honest, what was my true calling because I was just 
you know, believing that, okay, I had to, I, I had started this career, you know, as a linguist and it's something that I was good at, but, but at the end of it all, it wasn't something that I was completely passionate about. You know, it didn't, feel, it just felt like a responsibility and that I was doing it to trade money. It, it, it didn't feel like anything else, to be honest. Um, and people didn't even pay for those services a lot. And so there was like a lot of things that just kept me sort of like, unhappy with the thing and then when I did my master's I do it around the same thing but I think it's because I have a lot of mindset block that didn't that kept me from like really trying stuff out because this is another thing like the timing there's a lot of pressure for for women to just have it all figured out when they're like 24 25 and so I was like I don't know if I should try this and then the pandemic hit and although it was terrible for the world it was kind of like a break for me to realize you know, okay, so this is a perfect time to do some, some self-discovery, you know, some, just, just try it out. Like, what do you have to lose? You know, the world is ending. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that is so true. The, the pandemic definitely was a wake-up call for a lot of us. Uh, and something that I believe in looking for the silver lining in anything and definitely having more people do the work that they are called to do is something positive that is coming out of this, even though obviously we all wish we didn't have to have a pandemic to, to realize this. Now you have your business and you're helping creative coaches, the clients from Instagram. And, you know, like all the platforms, Instagram, I feel like wants to put you in a box that to be successful, you have to niche down, only talk yeah. about one thing. And, you know, for us with the passionate, that's something that doesn't work, that, that it feels tough. Yes, it, it is tough. So I was, I was wondering if you had any advice for us with the passion so how, how we can keep this balance so that we can share our work and our message, but without feeling like we have to put ourselves in this box. Well, you know, for me, I think it was the, the, the part of like saying, okay, if I have a brand, I obviously have to have a focus because as we all know, like confused people don't buy. So we definitely have to have a focus and like our tagline, but that doesn't mean that we cannot show our personality uh, behind the scenes. You know, I'm still like writing music. I'm having like a second song that I'm going to launch, but you know, I have decided that that part, I want to keep it on my brand, my personality, not necessarily like just having the pressure to sell it. And so I want to bring that to my own brand you know, you can always bring that, but it is true that you do have to have a focus um, as far as like your content pillars, you know, you, you just start with like who you're targeting, why are you doing that? Then you define your content pillars, then you just post and like, don't even get me started on the hashtags, you know, hashtags have to be like now like hyper relevant. But what I mean is that you do have to have a focus on your account, but you don't have to hide who you are you know uh like for me i i have two content pillars like i have strategy and i have confidence so i know that every content every piece of content i'm going to put out there is going to be around those topics you know and while it is true that i may grow maybe faster if i just make it hyper relevant niche i just don't do that because it wouldn't be me I'm just not in a rush to like get thousands and thousands and thousands of followers like for me the important thing is that I'm already monetizing it that I'm already um that I'm happy with the account which is the most important thing and also you have stories right I mean like with the feed post I'll, I always um you know advise my clients to keep it focused but then on the stories it can be behind the scenes it can be you speaking about what you love it doesn't have to be business all the time because 
people want to connect with humans and like with human brands. And so that that's a focus that I would do. Like on the feed, I would keep it focused on the content pillars and on the on the stories, which is like it's more behind the scenes, spontaneous things. I would show like create conversations that not not necessarily involve business, right? Because otherwise it's going to be kind of robotic. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that we have the stories to bring all we behind our personality, all of our interests into yeah. our life, into our business. And that's also how you connect with people. And you know, that, that thing that you think, oh, they're not going to like me if I should really have this interest. But actually, that may actually be the thing that gets yeah. people to follow you. And yeah. when I found you, you were like doing music and you were doing songs. So you are like, so, so talented. I love your voice. I love your lyrics. <laughs> and you. how did you decide though, to switch directions and to make visibility strategies as your main focus it's it's because i to be honest i was in this group and that i i married someone that was kind of like was focusing on digital marketing while still like maintaining her because she was a dj for a long time and so i've always liked to study and, and you know bring on expertise and everything and i was doing an internship at that time of digital marketing so I, I really wanted to bring that to the table. And it's not like music is not enough because music is everything. Like just listening to one song like lights you up. But I just didn't want to feel the pressure of just monetizing that, especially because um, I don't know. I, just, I was just I really wanted to to go maybe on a route that maybe was going to be more, you know, monetizable quicker. Not that like artistry is not like monetizable um but I just again I just didn't have want to have like the pressure a lot of just doing that I wanted to like be something that was for me and that if I make a living out of it okay amazing but I do, do really want to have the the coaching thing because I've always and this is something that I realized later on I always love to talk you know share like my experience advice self-motivation all of that and so it just made perfect sense and also because I discovered you know I had a business coach and she he she helped me with the name visibility because for me visibility is not only about the the growing numbers and body metrics for me visibility is is confidence as well and it is um just feeling feeling visible on the inside as well you know which is the most important thing the mindset aspect of it all and because I suffered from depression and anxiety when I was young and and not a while ago, I still had those moments of like anxiety and self-doubt. I, it just, for me, it just felt logical to build a business around it because it was a very dark, it was a very hard period of my life. And so to overcome that and then feel like a visible person, it just meant a lot. Wow. I love that. So there are so many things from what you said uh, I would have to follow up on. But again, how did you find that confidence after you know going through anxiety and depression? How did you find the confidence to put yourself out there? Um, I think a lot of therapy. <laughs> like I did a, a lot of therapy and also I wrote a lot and I read this book that from your coach as well, uh, Marie Forleo. I read the book. In fact, I have it here. Why, why don't we show it? Because I think oh, yes. everyone should read this book. Oh, I agree uh, with that. Yeah, I read the book and it's just changed my life, you know, because I, when I was reading it, I found a lot of myself in her. And even though she obviously comes from a completely different society, much more advanced than, than mine, she, she dealt with difficult stuff in her life too, right? You know, she was like, I think the first, if not one of the first life coaches out there. And so she struggled a lot as well. And 
um, I just I just saw myself in her. Like she said, there are like many people that are born just knowing what they're gonna do. And there are people that don't know. And so I'm so grateful that we have people like her and like you that just help people going in that direction, you know, because here in my society, I just, uh, I don't think there's enough support, you know, for multi-passionate. And that, that is one of the reasons why I'm doing this as well. And I talk about this and I talk about creatives because, and I talk about, you know, coming from like uh, the country of origin that maybe it's small and, and, and it has like a lot of limitations sometimes. I'm just doing it to inspire, you know, impact a lot of people, which is, I'm like pretty sure that you're doing the same thing for that. And um, yeah. This just speaks to the importance of having mentors uh, and having examples of people who have done it because then they give you the confidence to know that, oh, if she's done, it's possible for me too. So surrounding yourself with people, the community, I think is key. And the more of us come out and own our multi-passionate nature, I think the, the more inspiring will be for everyone out there who still feels lost and confused, doesn't know yeah. what to pick. And you don't have to pick. You can just be all of you. And as you said before, there are ways to bring the passions into your business without making them your, the, your yeah. main focus and the other thing that I, love, that I love about you is that you are not so much you're not about growth for growth's sake but that you are about true connection with, yeah. with your followers and you have monetized your instagram account when you had less than 500 followers am i correct yeah, like 300 and something, like 400. And it's because I focused a lot on the content side of it. You know, I, I, I knew, you know, because in business, you always thought that you have to know your ideal client at first a lot, you know, create conversations. And that doesn't mean that I think you're always going to know 100% of the person because as, as you have like in a relationship or something, like even yourself, you never finish knowing someone, but you do have to have more or less, I, I think, what shifted for me as well was the overthinking side of things. I just began testing because I, I, when I began the online journey, I overthought, I overthought so much. It was just something that was hurting me. And so like, I just stopped overthinking. Um, and once, once you do that, you become less fearful because, you know, with the entrepreneurial journey, it's like you, you cannot overthink, like you just have to create something, put it out there and, you know, and like you'll tweak along the way. And that I think is the best advice that could be given, you know, just put it out there and just tweak it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with that so much because you, know, you can you can overthink it and create the perfect product in your head, but until you get go to market, until you test it out and get the feedback, you really won't know. So the sooner you get out there and get the yeah. feedback, the sooner you are going to grow and you're going to get the result that you want. Yeah, and, and it takes a lot of courage. I mean, it just takes oh. a lot of courage because, you know, nothing nothing is completely new anymore. You know, you, you always learn and put your own perspective from it, but it's not entirely new. So sometimes you can feel imposter of like, oh my God, there's just so, so much of this out there. Like, who am I to put this out there? But the truth is that it, probably the same people felt like that as well. It's just, you know, with like another level, another person. And so when, whenever I got, I get this, I always think like, okay, probably they felt the same way, uh, but they did it anyway, and which is why they achieved like their goals. So 
just we just have to do the same <laughs> <laughs> yes i agree like doesn't really matter what level you are there is not one single person that i know that is not scared before going on stage before going live on instagram before putting the sense out there really is about feeling the fear and do it anyway and now you're on youtube yeah. as well yes i am so excited about this i am like so excited because like i said you know before we were uh beginning like i had i had so there's this entrepreneur that i love that's called sunny Narduzzi. she's she's a, a youtuber like entrepreneur that built her business around youtube and i have i have loved her like business side of it and she she followed marie Forleo as well and you know like she's like along the same line that she's very authentic and she basically helps people turn their story into business. And that is something that doesn't really exist where I live because um, there, so people like study more and, and they care a lot about titles and stuff and it, they just don't validate as much you building your business around you and, and your story. And I think that is the most amazing thing ever because a lot of people here, they sometimes study and they don't even have enough experience. And so what happens is that they study and then they are, unemployed for a long time and it's because of sometimes difficulty to find jobs or maybe they're not available so I love like this thing about about storytelling it's just my favorite part and so I I, I bought a course from her that's called YouTube for Bosses and at that time I was still sort of like doing a lot of music and I hadn't found my the definite business that I wanted to build like to build around and so I um, postponed it for a while. And also because I had a lot of noise around me, I had like a lot of courses and stuff. And, and it was just, I wasn't very focused. And that's an advice I really want to give is that don't fall for buying everything and like just following everyone because you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to lose sight of what you have to do. Like the minute I really um removed like what needed to be removed I didn't even remove myself like they well it's a long story anyway but the thing is that I removed things that I wasn't even using anymore and so that liberated my like mind space to to focus on on like the YouTube thing because it is something that is hard work I have to edit you have to do a lot of stuff but I think everything's like that at first it's just a learning curve until you you get consistent at it but I'm really excited I cannot wait to to do a video every week. It's going to be tough, but, you know, I'm here for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think everything is challenging at the beginning, but you are such a passion for this work. And I mean, you are such a natural on video. I just can't wait to <laughs> see your channel <laughs> grow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you, know, you know, to do YouTube, to do Instagram, like it takes, as we said, courage, it takes confidence. And, you know, to build courage and confidence, it means that you have to try to experiment. Sometimes you also have to fail. So I was wondering, have you ever had a failure that set you up later for success? Oh, yeah. A failure? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you the experience because I think that many people will relate to this. So I had I was in this business partnership. And I don't, remember, I don't know if you remember that a long time ago when we talked, I was in this business partnership as well. Yes. But the thing is that I was getting super overwhelmed and I was very passionate about building my brand, about, like I say, about my story and about this Instagram thing. And so for a long time, I was doing uh, some things at the same time, which was like beginning to be very, very overwhelming. And so I had to make a decision. It wasn't easy at all. I mean, like when I started to get like my clients from here, I knew that I had to provide like 
the best service for them. And so I kind of like separated a bit from the business partnership and it wasn't easy because, you know, we were friends and I had to take that decision, but I don't regret it at all because sometimes we have to take uncomfortable decisions because otherwise we're going to be at something that we are just there out of sheer commitment and it's not, it doesn't really make us grow. It just keeps us stuck. So sometimes we have to do that. And I think oftentimes as leaders and stuff, we have to do that. And it is hard, but you know, if we don't do it, we're just going to be um, stuck, like I say. Yes, I think it's really important to realize when it is down to let go or something so that you can open up the space for something even better and more aligned for you. So that was, thank you for sharing yeah. that. I was wondering, in the last couple of years, has there been like an habit or a belief that has really improved your life? Um, I think that the the belief that has really stuck with me all the, all the time is that I've always been very stubborn in the sense that uh, I've never really cared, I think, so much about what people say. But that has increased like this this year. And I think that's the most refreshing thing ever that you can ever feel, you know, just caring about people that that that, that are relevant, you know, like your coach, like your clients and stuff, but not even your like your own family members, because they may love you and you may love them, but but if they haven't had the experience that you're going through, like it's not relevant, you know, it's just not something that you should listen to. You know, you could you could listen to them in some other aspects, but you know, if they have a completely different profession from you, if if they have if they don't even know, then you have to ask yourself, is that really relevant? Because it's just because we're united as family or or you know, it doesn't mean that they're gonna be right. And and just because they're like also like older than you or something doesn't mean that they're gonna be right either. Yes, it's such an important point to because such amazing advice because yes, your family loves your friends love you, they want the best for you. Yeah. And if they don't have first hand experience, you know, the advice is not based on uh, the, the advice is based more on their fears for you yeah. than actually yeah. reality of what can realistically happen. Yeah. So I totally, totally agree with being careful you take advice from and make sure that whoever you listen to has actually done what you want to do before actually yeah. taking that advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, as a multi-passionate, I'm sure that you, again, have lots of things that you want to do, lots of new ideas for your business, which projects you could do. So how do you decide which project to focus on? To be honest, sometimes I, that's a part of which I have to work on, like being more focused, because I sometimes I feel like I can be in, in many projects at the same time. And it, it just, I don't advise that. I advise that you, like, keep it focused. Uh, but... Sometimes we're in such a rush because we're excited. Um, so I, I don't think like I'm the best <laughs> advice giver on this, but I would say that it is it, it comes in line with like per priorities and, and just sort of like uh, knowing that you don't have to finish a thing like the, that same day, you know, you can always take it small. Like it's better that you take it step by step than just saying, oh my God, I'm going to like finish this like, today or like in a week, you know, because that can put you a lot of pressure. And sometimes we, we just want that over because maybe we'll feel pressured, but that doesn't mean that we have to, to do it like just as fast. Um, but it comes to priorities, you know, we have like different goals and it's like 
planning maybe your day and like your week. I, I, was, I was just listening to a masterclass today from someone that was, that was talking about money manifesting. And she said that um, whatever it is that you're feeling scared to do right now, that you should do it. And I think it's completely true because we always postpone things specialized creatives because we're afraid obviously that we're going to get rejected or something but it, it may be us that we're like self-sabotaging and like blocking our own success and probably people don't even know that and probably they they are eager to buy everything that you are putting out there but it's just the the, the blogs because of maybe fear of, of success or fear of that so I would say like prioritize what scares you I love that. I love that. I always say that if something scares you and excites at the same time, that's the thing that you should focus on. That's how you know that you're on the right track. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, everyone says the same. It's just like it's it's very difficult to you get to that mindset. You know, for me, it has been this whole year, like for more than a year, I have put it as a priority to seek for this comfort because I didn't used to do that at all, you know, like years ago. And so as soon as I started doing that, I just realized, oh my God, the discomfort does truly get smaller. It's amazing, you know? It's just like, the more you do it, it just gets smaller. And you, but you know, not everyone does that because obviously the comfort zone, it's much more, you know, comfortable, obviously. Um, but it is dangerous for sure. Yes. It doesn't like to grow at all. Yes, Athena, being comfortable with being uncomfortable really is the real secret of success. If you ever want yeah. like a silver bullet or something, that is it. So, and, and I love that you are doing this. So can you give us like a, a specific example of how you have been seeking being uncomfortable in this past year? Um, I think it was well with, with video because the first time I did a Facebook Live, and I'm going to talk about it on my second YouTube video, um, but... Uh, I when I when I did the first Facebook Live, I didn't know what I was doing. It was just like a challenge from like a membership I had joined, and I had I didn't even have an audience yet. I just talked and talked about my projects, like with my business partnership that I was in at that time. I didn't even know like the visibility aspect of it. Like I didn't even know that I was gonna do that, but I still I talked, and I remember that. I felt that way. I felt uncomfortable while, while singing as well when I was live streaming, but I still did it anyway, because I knew that if I didn't do that, I, I was going to remain stuck. And so I just kept doing that. And then I like staked, um, you know, interviews with other people and, and until you, you realize that you have to like find the things that keep keeping you stuck. In my own experience, I remember every time that I joined something that was going to make me grow. I didn't feel good. I felt bad because subconsciously, I think I had some blocks of fear. And so when I, I, I accompanied that with therapy and with like podcasts and books and everything. And so I, now that I was aware, you, first of all, you have to be aware of what's keeping you, you know, with that mindset. And when you become aware, then you start like doing that. And even if it feels wrong, you already know why you're doing that. So you just have to keep on doing it. Yes, yes, it's, uh, it's so true. And also, I also want to emphasize that you don't have to do it alone. As, as, as you said, you went to therapy, you had a, a mentor, a coach. So again, you don't have to do it all alone because I understand it is scary, it is uncomfortable. So there is support out there and yeah. you, you just have to ask just for it and you're going to be supported. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. 
And what is one way the more passionate can start building a business and life around their passions? Um, well, I think that you're more the specialist on that. <laughs> <laughs> I like to ask this to everyone because you always get some different answers and everyone experiences different. So I would love to hear your take on it. Um, I think it comes from just doing what, what you love. And then probably the thing that you think that you love is not necessarily something that you're going to build a business around. Like when I was doing the singing stuff and I was doing shows, it just didn't quite fit. Like I wanted to do that. But like I said, I didn't have the pressure of like doing this like for a life. I just wanted to, to have it there on my brand personality. But I just wanted to seek for something that was that combined something that I loved, something that I was consistent at, something that I was profitable. And so there's no other way than just testing it out. You know, it, it, first it's about removing the mindset of, oh, I'm gonna lose time because you may feel, oh, I'm gonna lose time because, okay, I did this and then I did that. But isn't it gonna be worth it when you really find that sweet spot and you just stick to it? I mean, that is something that is priceless. So don't think about it as I'm gonna waste a year or like five years or something because, Another thing is that people are so impatient and, and they just wait for instant gratification and, and on the online world. And it just doesn't happen like that. And being in social media, it really builds your resilience because you may see people that are going to like growing much faster than you, but who knows? I mean, you never know what's going on behind the scenes. Everyone has its time. Probably they feel very pressured or probably they, they bought a lot of followers as well because that's something that happens. Um, or probably they're even in a niche that they didn't even like and they have to change. Like you should never compare yourself and you should always give it time and, and, and patience and all. Yes, I think it's very really easy for us with the passion to put ourselves in a niche just because of that advice that is given. And I also talking about, talking about your point, it's very important. Like, like you said, uh, when you love something, you want to do it, you want to dive in. But then just because we love something doesn't mean we love the lifestyle or the actual work involved in turning that into a business. And yeah. you don't realize that until you test it out. And so, yeah, that's, that, that's a very important input advice. And is there anything else that you would like to say before we wrap up? Yeah, I was just going to mention that because I remember a part of the book, like Everything's Regrettable, where like she obviously danced and she thought that the next natural step to be successful was like to appear in this famous videos. And then she realized that no, that she wanted to dance, but she didn't necessarily wanted to take that step of like being famous worldwide as a dancer, which she later I think did become like a Nike athlete, but it was it was like a more natural step, but but she, she realized that she didn't want to actually go on auditions. And the same for me, like when I was doing like my shows in Shotman, I just realized, you know, they, they were trying to me to be forced into being this like maybe going the route of being a pop star or something, which I little realized that I didn't want to like maybe do. I wanted to write songs that again, accompany my story and my brand, but I didn't necessarily want it to be like this worldwide famous pop star, you know? Um, and so uh, you, you don't realize there's no right or wrong way to do it. You just have to figure out what you, what you want, you know, and what happens to well, because sometimes we force things and when we force them, they just, there's the results are not there like it's just it yeah because I ha I've been on that end like I've for I have forced things and when I force things they just don't go the right way so yeah I guess that was the last thing yeah uh, again that's such that's not a 
great advice like you've given us so much it's going to be so inspiring for people so where can they find you they want to learn more about you and how to work with you yeah so i love the link there so my youtube channel is something i'm really excited about so definitely check that out i don't know if you need the link again i think you have all the links yeah, we're going to put all the links in the show notes and I highly encourage everyone to check your YouTube channel, check your Instagram, get in touch with you and connect. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, there's just so, so much overwhelm there and so much um, consistency, uh, the things there. And again, it's all about the mindset and the accountability because you can read a lot of free things or free blog posts, but that doesn't mean that, that, that I mean, it's not the same as, as being coached with, by someone that has experience, you know, like, Again, like with Georgia, when I booked a call with her and I had that conversation, it just made me feel supported. And it's just when you work with someone that has, let's say, walked the walk and talked the talk, it's just completely different. So yeah, make sure you check you check those links out. And I am doing one-on-one now and I have a plan that it's like, it's just uh, for weeks or months. And because, you know, the social media thing, the more time you put into it, like in the long run, you're gonna see better results because it's not something that happens overnight. And I always want to keep my like clients supported through DM as well. And um, I am working on a high ticket course later on, I think. So, um, so yeah, I'm here for you. And, and again, you know, my, my YouTube channel is going to be about not only like strategy, but also confidence as well for like creative coaches. But, you know, I, I, I think most fashionists are also creatives. And I think like everyone, every creator is creative as well. So I'm pretty sure that it's going to, be super helpful for you out there that's listening yes uh, definitely for sure so thank you so much for being here for sharing your story for sharing so many pearls of wisdom it's been truly truly a pleasure and i know that everyone at home is gonna find so much value in this and to everyone listening thank you for tuning in thank you <laughs> thank you so much for listening how awesome was friend if you enjoyed this interview, please share it with a friend, leave a rating and a review. It really helps the podcast get found by other multi-passionates who need to hear this message too. You can also head over to the treasuredin.net to check out all the links and resources we mentioned in the show notes. That's all for now. I wish you all a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. Georgia here. I want to take a quick moment to tell you something. A few years ago, I was stuck in what I call strategy hell. I was literally doing everything to grow my business. I was on all the social media platforms, doing webinars, going to networking events, writing blog posts, sending out newsletters, you name it, I did it. And my business was growing at the snail space. It was so frustrating because I couldn't have worked any harder. I was already overwhelmed and burned out. Do you ever feel like that? It wasn't until a random encounter with a coach that I realized being in strategy hell is a form of self-sabotage. You think you're doing everything to grow your business. In reality, you're stuck in busy work because you're afraid of what might happen if you went all in or reached your goals. 
In my case, I had a massive fear that if I became more successful than my family, my friends and my partner, they would allow me anymore and they leave me. This fear was buried so deep in my subconscious that I wasn't aware of it until I had a powerful session with my coach. And yet, the fear was running my business and making sure I'd never reached my goal. It was only once I healed the fear that I was able to double my income in a few short months. And my loved one didn't leave me. If you two are working hard, trying all these strategies to go to the next level in your business, you don't need one more strategy. You already have all the strategies you need. If nothing is working, it's because there's a limiting belief that's sabotaging all your efforts. Maybe like me, you're afraid that if you are too successful, you won't fit in with your friends and family anymore and you lose them. Maybe you don't think you are good enough at what you do and are afraid that if you put yourself out there in a big way, you'll be exposed as a fraud. Or maybe, deep down, you don't believe you're worthy of money and success. Whatever it is, trying to grow a business with these limiting beliefs running in your subconscious is like driving a car with a brake on. No matter how hard you try, you are going to stay stuck where you are. If you want to go to the next level in your business and reach those big income and business goals that have eluded you up until now, you must first heal all those limiting beliefs and all stories that are sabotaging you. Once those self-imposed limitations melt away, you'll be able to step out of strategy hell and confidently take action towards your goals. Those tasks that used to feel hard or scary, like going live on Instagram, doing sales calls, or being a regular guest on podcasts, will now feel easy and fun and you'll be able to reach your goals with ease. If you know, deep down, that healing those limiting beliefs and old stories is the missing piece in getting the results and money you want in your business and you are ready to drop the hustle and step into your six figures mindset, I invite you to book a discovery call with me. On the call, you get coaching on the number one limiting belief, the sabotaging your success and keeping you from reaching your next income level. And if we both feel it's a fit, you'll discover how we can work together to heal the limiting beliefs that are sabotaging you, so you can finally build a wildly profitable business from your passions and enjoy financial allocation and time freedom. Remember, the world needs all of your treasures. It's your time to get out of your own way so you can do the work you are meant to do in the world and live a life of freedom on your own terms. These one-on-one calls are limited, so if you are ready to finally make your vision board become your reality, click on the link in the show notes and book in today.